0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. We want to welcome you to join us for another lesson in Bible Basics. And the topic of? Christ Demonstrated, Part 2. As we have studied Paul's admonition to demonstrate Christ, we have seen in Chapter 3 of Colossians that we demonstrate Christ by putting up our attitudes on the things that are above, verses 1 through 4. Secondly, by putting off the old man of sin and the things of this world, verses 5 through 9. And then, by putting on Christ and the new man, verses 10 through 17, in Romans chapter 6, verse 4, Ephesians 4, verse 24. Now Paul is going to change the direction just a little bit and show how that Christians are to demonstrate Christ in our daily family lives, verses 18 through chapter four, verse one. Aristotle is reported as saying that society stands upon three great pairs of mutual relationships. The husband and wife, parent and child, master and slave. The only difference between Paul's teaching and Aristotle's is the application of the teaching. So let's quickly look at the application that Paul makes of these three great pairs of mutual relationships in the second part of demonstrating Christ by holy living. The second part of holy living is the people of holy living. The first section deals with the husband and the wife. Verses 18 and 19. Wives are instructed to submit unto their own husbands. 1 Peter 3 verses 1 through 6 also uh, gives examples of this. Not to men in general, but to their own husbands. For he is the head of the family. Why? Because it was God's original design for the marriage union. Genesis chapter 2 verse 23 through 25. Her subjection is to her husband. Why? Well, it is caused by her husband's love for her. Verse nineteen. Subjection is a voluntary response due to his love and care for her. And Paul says to do so as it is fit in the Lord. Verse eighteen. First Corinthians eleven three and Ephesians five twenty one also follows this same uh, context. Paul then directs husbands to love their wives there in Colossians 3, verse 19. The word for love here is agapeo, which is a sacrificing love, a serving love, a caring love, a love that seeks the very best for the object loved, which in this case is the wife. With this kind of love, there is never any tyranny, cruelty, selfishness, or unkindness a man loves her as he would love his own body because that's exactly what she is. One is never bitter toward their wives. A.T. Robertson states, it is useless to call your wife honey if you act like vinegar towards her. How true this statement is. Men, you want your wives to submit to you, to love you, and to take care of you and you only? Then love her just as Christ loved the church, Ephesians chapter 5. The second section is parents and children, verses 20 and 21. The Greek word used here is technon and describes those who have reached the age of being able to choose to obey, verse 20. Children are told to listen in all things. The Greek here means to listen attentively by implication to heed or conform to a command of authority, to hearken, to be obedient to, to obey. Why? Why would a child do that? Well, because it pleases God, Proverbs 6, verse 20. It is God's first law with promise, Ephesians 6, verse 2. What promise? that it will be well with the child and he can have a long life on the earth. Fathers are told not to provoke their children under wrath. Verse 21. They are to train up a child, Proverbs 22:6. 6. How? By being consistent, Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 and 7. By being rational, Proverbs 22, 15. And by being loving, Proverbs 23, verse 13, Hebrews 12, and verse 6. The third section is the workplace. You know, Paul uses the term master and servant. Well, we can use the term employer employee, verse 22, going down to chapter 4, verse 1. The employee, verse 22 through 25, is not to be double minded, verse 22. James chapter 1, verse 8. But they are to do their work as if they were working for God, verse 23. Ephesians 6, verses 5 through 9. 1 Timothy 6, 1 through and 2. 1 Peter 2, verses 18 through 23. You see, the Christian should be absolutely the best employee that the world has ever seen. Why? Because we are working for God. You see, the Christian employee motto is quality is job one. And it was the Christian's motto long before Ford Motor Company ever decided to use it. Matthew 25 verse 21. Employ, employers have the responsibility to be fair and equally just to all men. Micah 6 and verse 8. Why? Well, it's real simple, because we have a boss that is over us, God. And he has shown us how to be merciful. Job chapter 31, verses 13 and 14. When we live by these three great relationships, we demonstrate Christ and his purity to the world. Now ask yourself, How do you measure up to these standards? We want to thank you for joining us in our study this morning. We hope to see you again next week for another lesson in Bible Basics. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.